Just a couple of boys from WA. But if you're not, that's okay. It's the Mitchell and Michael Show. Welcome, everybody, to the podcast. Thank you for downloading. Boy, what a show. We find out who the million-dollar AFL players are, what's been happening on the mines, a thousand jobs cut. Also catch up with the czar of social media himself, Adrian Allerberg, leading you through the world of tech talk. Uh, Did you say tech talk? Yeah. <laughs> How are you, I've been doing that a lot lately. A lot of my vowels are yeah, coming out wrong. You really, you really. Tech talk. Yeah. Uh, I said lest we forget yeah, at lest, some point today. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, what was your question? My question. Just then, before I cut you off. I was going to say that Adrian Allerberg is leading us mm. like on a war against TikTok. You know? Against it. As if TikTok is like the Ukraine, you know, and he's the czar of social media. He's, uh, he's infiltrating. He wants yeah. He wants to incorporate it. It's that kind of war. It's not like a crush them. It's like a, mm. no, we want that. Yeah, he's Eastern European, so... Yes, a lot of insensitive jokes. La- is he Latvian? Where is he from? Croatia? Albanian. Is he Albanian? Yeah, he's Albanian. Okay. Yeah, so. We know, you know a couple of Albanians. Do we? Yes. Josiah uh, is oh, Albanian, yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so if you're listening from Albania, uh, well, welcome to the Mitchell yeah. and Michael Show. I'll put it in the tags. Uh, yeah, check it out. Uh, we're also going to find out someone who burnt down their house deliberately. But first, Ben Hart. Politics. Crime. Sport, finance. You've heard the news before, but not like this. <laughs> it's Up Early with Ben Ha-Harvey. Michael Ross. Oh, give me those headlines. New reports have found that women take twice as long to recover from concussions. How's all that multitasking going now? Just bloody focus. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, I think it's because like, cause we're like single line, like we're single stream, so we're like, must fix concussion, where they're like, oh, i got to bloody catch up with Tracy on the weekend. <laughs> 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 I'm going to get one. Uh, <laughs> weather experts are shocked as the Pilbara is set to top 50 degrees next week. Experts naming it a phenomenon with locals naming it Wednesday. Yeah, nice. Nice. Because it's always hot. Yeah, we there. know it's hot. That's uh, what happens. They do produce, like, Tom Price produces some of the hottest things ever. Your mum's from there, eh? Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Damn straight. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Perth YouTuber Mikey T, never heard of him, uh, has caused controversy and is looking at huge fines for faking UFC credentials and sneaking into the event oh. on the weekend. He printed credentials, faked a uniform, and enjoyed watching the fight at ringside. He's facing fines of $20,000, or as a UFC. C calls it a nosebleed ticket. Nice. I did, so I didn't realise you were doing your MMA podcast as someone called Mikey G. Mikey T. Mikey T. Uh, no. Mikey T. It is just oh, you. No, that's what I said. I was like, I didn't know they called me. We've <laughs> all been there. We've all tried to get out of seeing, you know, a parent, an in-law. You know, sometimes you don't want to be around the mums and dads of the world. You know? Oh, you talk about it constantly, trying oh. to get away from your in-laws. <laughs> We've, you come up with, you know, excuses. Maybe you've mm. got to go run an errand at the time. The, ba- uh, the baby's sick. She's like, yeah, I have a baby. Right, yeah, baby. very sick. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, one woman has seen this drastic time because mm-hmm. it could get even worse than that. Her mother would be moving back in with her. Oh. And she's like, I don't want that. I don't want to live with mum blood, blood mother. Blood mother moving back in. She's like, I don't want that. I don't want mum. And maybe there's good reason because mum... Is coming out of prison 
What? Okay, coming out of prison, and she didn't want her moving back in. This is in Cambalda in the goldfields. Is it weird if my immediate brain went to Wentworth? Oh, the TV series? Yeah. yeah. And uh, to, to get out of having to live with her mother after her time in jail, uh, a woman by the name of Grace MacDonald set fire to her house. What? And uh, she has since been charged with arson. Um, but yeah, she just so desperately did not want her mum to come home. <laughs> she's like, well, what if I didn't have a home? What if it just wasn't oh. there for you to move into? So she's like, like, this is where you can't get me. You're out of prison. What if I go in? <laughs> well, speaking of smooth criminals, uh, a man named Mikey T uh, pulled off a smooth crime on the weekend when yes. he was at RAC Arena in Perth, and he snuck into the UFC with fake credentials. Now, I want to just break this down a little bit because he... Like, we've all thought about, I guess, like, oh, I could do that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I think we've had the boys on from, from Misfits Minds who snuck into the AFL Grand Final with some high vis. We snuck into, like, the opening of an Aldi. Remember that? You cut the line by going in through, like, the exit, doing the old, I left my wallet I inside. Did, yeah, I and do you'd never been that. inside. And it's like, it's pretty unfair to the people that work there, obviously, because it's a bit like... Yeah. You're putting their their jobs at, at risk. And I can confirm, like, I had official media credentials for the UFC, and it was pretty hard to get in. Like, you have to line up, get your name ticked off, then to get into the media room, they look at your credentials, then get your name ticked off again. I'm impressed with him getting through. Uh, so how did he do it? How did he pull it off? Well, he basically, like... So the card, I think you've seen a picture of it. The yeah. card I've got has a picture of my face on it, and it says, like, UFC says the event. So he's obviously seen these credentials before, because we only saw them on the day. So there was, like, multiple events leading up to the UFC. Right. You just had a wristband, right? But on the day of the fight, you had an actual card around your neck. With your picture. Yeah. And he's known that in advance. Yeah. Made one? Yeah, wow. made one. Uh, showed that he got a... um like a polo shirt, like a black polo shirt, and uh, screen printed like with an iron. You know how you can do that? Mm, like yeah. he did that with the UFC, so he made a UFC polo. And he essentially just sort of like blended in while walking out the fighters and, and, and doing everything. And I think once you're in, you're fine. You know what I mean? Like once you're in... Squatters rights. <laughs> kind of. So... You're like, I guess, the the legal man on this. Like, also this this sure. guy, this guy has made this video. It's up twelve hours ago. I don't, I don't really want to encourage it, so I won't tell you to check so, out how I snuck into the UFC featuring KSI and Logan Paul, Mikey T on YouTube. I wouldn't tell you to go there because that's bad. Six point two thousand views, two point oh nine thousand subscribers. Not a whole lot, obviously, on the come up. Yeah, obviously, this is a big thing for him. Did he out himself? Like, is the launch of the video, he's outed himself. Well, this he is, did get away with it. This is the thing. You need to, I, I, I guess. Yeah. And you need to take... But he wasn't caught. They didn't go, hang on. No. Get out of here. No. Like, uh, so, like, is it going to be worth it? That's the other thing. And then as a, as a legality, is that stealing? I'm guessing it's going to be labelled as... Trespass, I would say that he's because he's gone into 
He would uh, imagine with those credentials be able to get like backstage or, and where the public can't go, so it would be like a like a trespass. Or is it like uh, fraud as well? Yeah it, might, yeah, it might be considered fraud. You fraudulently are claiming This is a, also just so everyone's away. I don't know if the RSC arena goes after them or the UFC. But tell you a quick little story about Dana White, who found out that, like, he goes after pirates, like people that are pirating the UFC. Oh, not like, yar! No, those, those, <laughs> as those as well. Uh, and there was a guy that was pirating the UFC and streaming it to four, four of his friends. So that's five people in total. Yeah, right there. He got that guy charged and fined $150,000. So he ruined that man's life, I can only imagine. Yeah. Because no one can pay that. Yeah. He, so Mikey T, is that his yeah. name? So if you could, how many views? R.I.P. Mikey T. I'll, I'll, I'll finish on this. How how many views would you need? Say it's 10000 Say you get fined $10,000. Yeah. You get to pay it back in a payment plan over the next 10 years. Because that's how they do it with yeah. law. Because you know, criminals are notoriously poor. Uh, how many views on your video would you need? to get done for, like, trespassing, fraud, sneaking into a UFC event. Keep in mind, you get, like, never-before-seen stuff once in a lifetime. I'm going to say you need probably half a million views. You'd be satisfied? Probably, yeah. Well, to to pay it off, you're probably going to need over a million. Does he have a sponsor? Often it's NordVPN. They give away sponsorships like they're going out of business. Uh, If he's got a sponsor on there, maybe that'll help him pay the costs. But I'm saying you need probably half a mil... To be like, hmm, worth it. A million to probably go, okay, maybe I can even pay it off with this. Best of luck to him uh, now, but... So where do you sit on 6,000 views? Is that where the video's at right now? Yeah. It's not not worth it. $20,000 is the potential fine that he's being hit with? Like minimum. Minimum. Yeah, not worth it, Mikey. Good luck to you, mate. <laughs> uh, it's been nice knowing you. If you're confused about the wide world of TikTok, then you need the one and only Adrian Alleberg. Good morning, fellows. Uh, good morning, the czar of social media. Ah. Ah, yes. You better believe it. <laughs> Straight back into it, mate. Uh, the, the world of TikTok is not slowing down, and we need to keep the people educated with all the latest trends. You don't want to feel left out. You don't want to be in the dark. No. That's just awkward. Exactly. It's like a faux pas. Yeah, what are we, Eastern European? We don't like the dark. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now, we need to know. <laughs> we need to know. Hey, our power grid's going just fine. Thank you very much. <laughs> this is a great time for the phone call to cut out. <laughs> uh, what is happening in the world of TikTok? Is it still booming? It is still very much booming. Like I said, always kind of um, expanding to older generations. So it's just it's just on the up. It's growing and growing. So if you haven't got TikTok, get it. Well, this first one today might be exactly what you're looking for. What you looking for? We got what you looking for. What you looking for? We got what you looking for. Is that a clip from Bring It On, the cheerleading movie? It sounds like it, but it is a group of cheerleaders, and it's, yeah, so they're saying, we've got what you're looking for. Um, basically, it's often used uh, when, so the, the caption will be something like when he or she, or, you know, once a, once a girl or a boy with blank. So whatever it is, whatever your feature is, you put in there. So it's like, I've got what you're looking for. So they often use it ironically, like, you know, someone who overthinks anything, um, or, you know, when he or she wants a... Uh, a, a boy uh, whose friend... Oh, no, wait. When my friends don't finish their food and ask who wants it. So it's like, 
I've got what you're looking for. I'll eat your food. So oh, that's fantastic. You understand? It's, it's a, maybe it's a bit of a complex one to explain, but that's kind of how it goes. No, nah, mate, you bloody nailed it. Yeah, if, nice, so for you. me, if you want a man who will bring home expired food, we got what you're looking for. <laughs> Wait, so you're buying expired food? Yeah, he does. It's well, like, like for he, a it goes off that day at the shops and they slash it down it's, and then, yeah, next a, day. Oh, mate. I oh, know, it's a, it's a whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we'd rather not talk about it right now. <laughs> uh, next up is uh, this one. This word in particular is flying around a lot lately. The ick. That's like a sped up version of a Nirvana song. Yes, absolutely. Come as you are. Um, now, generally, the word "ick" is like uh, is like an expression of disgust, like "ugh," like you got the "ick," you know. And so this one is explaining a situation that your date or your partner left because they got the "ick" from something you did. So it could be, um, you know, there's a common caption like "me watching her walk out of my life because I accidentally spat a bit of food out while I'm talking," mm. or little things that you've done and that you realize that, oh, wait, your partner just got the ick from what you've done. Oh. Yes. What I like to do is I like to lay on the bed, like, uh, front down and, like, kick my uh, legs up like a, like a, sort of like I'm daydreaming. Like a, like a, like, like a schoolgirl yeah. on the phone. Is that yeah, what yeah, it's my favorite, it's my favorite thing. And you think that that gives some of the ick? That's very icky. <laughs> <laughs> Final one this Damn. morning. From the world of TikTok, I have this thing. There we go. Right. I have this thing. Yes. She's got a thing. She does have a thing. This is Tay-Tay, of course. Um, basically, you're naming some like irrational or kind of silly thing that you do that you can't not do. So like a good example of this, and I thought I was the only one who did this, but I, it seems a lot of people can't leave the volume on the TV on like an odd number. Like uh-huh. it's got to be on like 40 or 60 or something, you know? Yeah. So it's like, you know, you'll write like, you know, why can't you just leave the volume on an odd number? And then at the end, you'll be like, I have this thing, like you've got that thing that you can't, you know? Yeah. What's yours? Is it, is it the volume? It's the volume. There's a few things. I've got, I got about a thousand things, but I can't sleep without a fan on. Like no matter what, <clears throat> what the temperature is, the fan's on. Um, oh, I and that. I can't yeah. not poke holes in the gift wrap tube at Kmart, you know? Like I just, I just that's it. Is I walk it... past it. I'm putting holes in it. Simple as that. It, did it used to be other countries leaving the Soviet Union? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have this thing. Very, very cute, you know? <laughs> and you see freedom and you're like, oh, I've got the ick. <laughs> oh, beautiful. Look at that. Look at it. Segways perfectly and wraps uh, it up. I don't know why you keep coming back, but we do appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, boys. Have a great day. Thank you, Zara Social Media. Catch you later. I've seen in the news lately, Mitch, that the, uh, the police were involved with a traffic sort of manoeuvre called the boxing in technique. Oh, yeah. You see it in the movies all the time where yes. they kind of guide a, guide a car and then the other one kind of breaks in front of it or they just cut it off. Yeah, so you get like four cars and you go like around them and you slow down like together. Very difficult manoeuvre. I often don't see it slowed down. I often see it more like a bit of a footy bump. Yeah, well, because the guy in the middle doesn't want to slow down. That's a fair point. Uh, it's not actually taught in Australia, that really? technique. No. And so there was an incident in where the, the, so the West Australian Police Union claimed that the dispatch team had encouraged the officers to 
use said technique. So, like, they're on the, you know, mission control going, like, box him in, box him in. Yeah. And the oh. union is saying they shouldn't be giving that advice because they're not trained, it's not within the policy, and there could be criminal charges for the police for doing that, which we don't want. We don't want that, okay? You don't want the, poli- you don't want the police getting... Yeah. Like, in trouble for their just their actual job. Because what if then they go on the run, then we have to box them in, and it's like a weird and, inception and of never, wars. Yeah. It never ends. Uh, and so they've been encouraged to not engage in pursuit mm-hmm. by the union. And look, unions are great. Love a union. Farmers union. Love a farmers union as well. Uh, don't get a, a, You get the yogurt here in WA, but the iced coffee is delicious. But... You know, it's often a tools down kind of union. We're not going to work. And yeah. like, so in, in some ways, it's like that. They're going, tools down, boys, cars down. So what do they engage in pursuit? What do they want? They want to be trained in it or not? Well, the, the consensus from both sides, apparently, as well, from the commission as well, is that they don't want to be trained in it. They don't want to be an American style police force. Okay. Um, so they basically, they want to stop being encouraged to do things outside of. The law. First of all, find that weird because the police in America have such a good name. What a great track record. Uh, but it it made me think, okay, because if they're not going to engage in pursuit, does that mean we're just going to have hoons until this is resolved? Yeah. And and just knowing that they're going, ah, oh, yeah, the cops won't chase us and off they go. I think the police would never allow that. And if it's anything like other workplaces, I'd wager not every cop is in the union. Really? That, because that happens on work sites yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. There's always the guys who are not unionised and they keep working. So, But the kind of cop that you probably get that wouldn't be in the union, I imagine would sound a little something like this. Dispatch, this is Chief Wiggum back in pursuit of the <laughs> rebelling women. All right, your current location? Oh, uh, I'm, uh, I'm on a road. Uh, <laughs> looks to be asphalt. Um... Oh, jeez. Trees, shrubs, uh, I'm directly under the earth, son. Now. And that's what an ununionized cop. How did you get Cole Blanchard? <laughs> <laughs> New sport weather not too far away. Next hour, uh, we're going to try and get in contact with our New Zealand correspondent, uh, my mate Nathan, uh, who's actually in one of the like flood-affected areas. And he was standing near a power line. I was happy yeah. about that. Didn't they, uh, careful, didn't they recently have an earthquake as well? Oh, Crazy scenes mm. in New Zealand. We're going to try and get in touch, but the phone reception, he said, is pretty patchy at the moment. It that, is a state of emergency. That's why he's standing out near a phone line. But, <laughs> <laughs> I'll just plug this into it. Yep. Don't do it, Nathan. Don't do it. Uh, Michael Ross, uh, it's bloody hot. It's getting hot in here. Look, the end of summer. Apparently, we're going to be hit with a heat wave. Every state and territory in the country is Ooh. going to feel it with 40 degrees in New South Wales. Ugh, well, there's a winter over there. <laughs> because over here, the Pilbara, they say, is set to top 50 degrees. 50. That is half a ton, raise the bat. He's on his way. He's made the team for next <laughs> test. That is incredible. Because that's going to be... So, don't know if you're aware of this, but the temperature we give in a in a forecast is in the shade. Yes, at fifty in the shade. Yes. Now, this is what I want to go into. Okay, people in the Pilbara are like, oh no, it's hot. It's really, really bad. Or is it? Because we are getting very close. Now, the temperature that you need, the minimum temperature to cook beef, pork, veal, and lamb, is only. 
63 degrees Celsius with a three-minute rest time. <laughs> ground meat, 71%. You could make it actual ground meat by cooking it on the, on the ground <laughs> very soon. Ham that is uncooked but will be 63 degrees and ham fully cooked. You reheat that bad boy, that re-cured meat, <laughs> 60 degrees. 60 I mean... We're getting pretty bloody close okay, so to we'll, just cooking outside. I'm going to check out what the hottest day like, of the week is going to be. We basically are ham. I like mean, we, yeah, we are ham. We're already 37 degrees inside. Yeah. So somebody go and cook. I'm just saying, like, will you walk with the groceries home? Like, don't buy any of that packet popcorn because on the <laughs> way to the car, just pop, 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 pop. The season is nearly upon us. From next week, the preseason matches will be underway. And then I believe it's uh, March 4th is the opening round. Yeah, because they do it. It's like March 4th towards the season. And then gather round in April. Yeah. Yeah, it's all very clever mm. at AFL. Now, uh, it's not the highest paid sport in the world by any means, no. but it's one of the highest paid in Australia. I think the highest if you take out like the anomalies like race car driving and like fighters and stuff yeah. like that. So I want to... I want to test you to see if you know who is the million dollar man who is making a million. So, I'm going to rattle off some players' names. And you just tell me if you think that they are still on a million bucks this year. So they were... Yeah, so the, the estimates so far are based on previous... So yep. They always release like, oh, based on 2022's salary cap, yep. this is what we believe is the spread. So... Is Lance Franklin still Ooh. a million-dollar man? Buddy Franklin, has he signed a new contract? Is that, am I allowed that information? He has signed, I believe, for a, like it's a rolling one year. So his, oh, his big okay. mega deal is so, over. Okay, so he kicked a 1,000 goals. I reckon, I swear I saw something that he took a smidge of a pay cut, and I reckon it's around seven hundred or $900,000 this year. You're close with the 900 does, but it is believed that he is still a $1 million oh, really? man because he was a $1.5 million Oh, man. okay, yeah, that so makes sense. Yep. he's taken a, a hefty pay cut, yep. still going to make a million dollars. So still plenty there on offer. What do we feel about Jeremy McGovern? Oh, Jeremy the McGovern. the West Coast Eagles. West Coast Eagles played poorly. Still in yes. contract? Still in contract. Okay, so I can only imagine that contract was made when West Coast was good. Um, ah, but also, they're not. I swear, a lot of their players aren't paid heaps. I reckon Jeremy McGovern, eight hundred thousand dollars a year, so not a million. Incorrect. What? He's a million dollar man. Uh, it's, That's why the West Coast Eagles tickets are so high. <laughs> You've got to pay fifty seven this year to go general admission. He is still a one million dollar man because if you think about it. Mm. They don't have a lot of stars Fair anymore point, yeah. on the list. And does the AFL? The cap. Yeah, do the AFL have to pay a certain percentage of the cap? You have to pay, I believe, it's at least eighty-five yep. percent, and you can go as high as a hundred and five or hundred and ten yep. for like a year, and then you got to come below, kind yep. of thing. What do we feel about the Brownlow medalist, Patrick Cripps? Oh, it's got to be a Miller. It's got to be a million. Got to be man, a million, right? Yeah. No, he's not. What? He's on nine hundred thousand dollars. Why wouldn't you just round that up? Is not a million dollar man because Carlton have paid overs to other particular players, such as 
Mitch McGovern's on quite a lot of money. Zach Williams from GWS. Is on, so no one is probably on a million yet. Harry Mackay's deal might go a mil. I think he signs this year. You're about to be the McGovern parents. Uh, and yeah, so he is not a million dollar man. Okay. What do we feel about Toby Green, the new sole captain of GWS? Oh, Toby Green, uh, often in a little bit of controversy, a little bit of trouble. Uh, whatever they've given him, they've thrown something else in as a kicker. Nice. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> I'm going to say it's GWS, though. They often pay overs because uh, they have to to keep people in greater Western Sydney. Um, and you have to, because they have to pay them so much money because after everything gets stolen, they have to replace it. Uh, so, Toby Green, I'm going to go with 1.1 million. Yeah, he's a million dollar man. But he's up there with some of the highest like repayments a, a player's ever had to pay. Wait, so, he has to pay back. Because of suspensions. And like, so it's believed that he, more than anyone, he hasn't been suspended as oh. much as like a David Reese Jones, but his fines. So, so when he gets in. Many others. Yeah, when he gets in trouble and they go, if you appeal it, it could be more weeks. They go, we're going to appeal it. They're like, we've got video of it. And they're like, don't care. We don't want to have to pay him for four <laughs> weeks. Which, um, this is how a heart breaks is your running song. What is Lonely No More? Uh, skipping. You're skipping song. Do you do much skipping? No, 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 no. no. I'm skipping it. Oh, you're, you're skipping the song. I was like, hey, boxers love to skip. I was like, but your legs don't look like they've skipped a day in their life. They have skipped leg day. There we go. <laughs> hey, uh, although Neighbours will be returning to our screens yeah. after it was saved by Amazon. Um, the forest? No, not that. No, someone needs to save that. Though. The, the, <laughs> like Amazon Prime, I think we'll get to watch it in Australia, but yeah. it's on uh, other services around the world. Later this year, Toadie and the gang coming back. But I feel like WA has fallen in love with their very own soap opera, Days of Our Minds, tackling the real world stories. And this is why it's so good. Real world events in the land of the biggest mining magnates of WA. Like sand through the articulated dumpy. So are the days of our minds. Thanks for coming in today, Dr. Green. Mr. Forrest, I can only assume you want to hear about our progress with our clean hydrogen energy. Yeah, how's it going? Well, it's getting more efficient all the time, and I really feel like it could be commercially viable in the next five to ten years. Mmm, I was a bit worried about that. That's a little further off than I thought. Well, with a bit more funding, we could expedite the process. See, see, that's the problem, Dr. Green. Iron ore is just so damn cheap to produce, I'm not sure we can keep sinking money into green energy. But, Mr. Forrest, this is the future of energy. I really believe in the work that we're doing here. Look, I'm willing to take a pay cut if that helps. Well, that's what I wanted to talk to you about, Murray. We're going to have to let you go. But, but this is my project. I get it. I really do, but we have to make some cutbacks. Oh, I get it. It's the old redundancy to get me into the lower bracket job. There is no lower bracket, Murray. Then let me stay on as a technician. There's no technicians either, mate. The receptionist? Nah, sorry, mate. I'll be the janitor, damn it. I'm cutting a thousand jobs, Murray. But this technology needs to be completed. You can't give up on my work. <laughs> Who said anything about giving up? We're not giving up. We crunched the numbers and found the perfect man for all 1,000 jobs. Mr. Forrest, I've spilled the hydrogen everywhere. 
Tune in next week for another thrilling chapter of Days of Our Mind. Tinland Michael Ross. The quiz master, Michael Ross here. Yes, mm. uh, last night, uh, doing my regular pub quiz, and uh, we decided to mix it up, and we got a new piece of tech. Oh, yeah? Pub. Speakers. We got, well, kind of, yeah. We got a wireless microphone. Now. Right, yeah, so you can just roam. Yeah, it's like Roman Brian. It's like Roman Michael. Around I go, talking to all the teams and stuff, and it's great. Yeah, they want you there as much as they want him. <laughs> and the, I feel like the problem with a wireless microphone is that People, I think, it gives them kind of permission to pinch it. Okay. So, this was towards the end of the night. I was putting together the final, like, leaderboard of mm. the scores. And some some older boys kind of rocked in who had obviously been at another pub. were a little bit merry. Uh, and uh, they've seen the microphone there and gone, hmm, guess it must be karaoke. Because uh-huh. one of them has grabbed it and started singing this song, which I hadn't heard, but I feel like it's, uh, it's similar to the, you know, the little boy who sings the corn song? Yeah. Uh, this is called Thank You for Sunshine. Thank you for sunshine. Thank you for rain. And he just starts Thank singing this. And it was like, it was, it was kind of weird because he was singing pretty well, but he was cooked, this man. Yeah. He was gone. And I just had to like sort of t- take the microphone back. Oh, good job, mate. Just, uh, just going to give me that one back. Thanks, mate. And he's like, no, no worries. And then, then he r- rips a big fart and they all leave. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what happens at the end of a pub quiz. Thanks. Someone who's not even playing comes in and adds to the night in their own special way. You can never leave the microphone, mate. That's number one rule. It was it was right beside never me. Never let go of the mic. the scores. I shouldn't. It was a never rookie, let go of rookie it. mistake. If you enjoyed the Mitchell and Michael podcast, remember to subscribe, leave a review, and share with your mates.